to the lost souls, the disintegrated spirits, the wanderers, the dreamers, and the seekers. Welcome to the Embodied Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Danielle McGinnis. Our work in this podcast will be to foster healing, transformation, self-expression, creativity, and the development of consciousness. So with our intentions grounded firmly, let's settle in and do some integration work. Hey friends, happy Sunday and welcome back to another episode of the Embodied Podcast. If you guys are loving what you're hearing on the show, I would really appreciate it if you slid over to iTunes, dropped a five-star rating, a written review, and just let me know what you are loving about the show. Before we get into today's content, I just want to drop a few housekeeping items and ways to interact or contact or even work with me. So the first way that you can engage with the podcast more deeply is to join my free community on Mighty Networks app. That link will be in the show notes, but I post a you know, a little blip about each show in that free community every time a new podcast episode is released and it has a section where you can go and comment and ask questions and engage more thoroughly about the episodes that are released here. So if you want to engage with the podcast more deeply, go ahead and join that free community. Within that free community, you can find all of the upcoming workshops that I have, the courses that I have coming out. I have a workshop based off a book, The Wounded Woman by Linda Leonard coming out in March that you can find all the details on there. I also have a dream group that I'm starting in March. So if you're interested in engaging in your dreams in an intimate group of six, then you can head there to the free community and find all the information about that as well. As always, you can also head to the Transformation Collective community that I've started with my friends Jessica and Jen, and that community is similar to my free community, but each month we host three live workshops based on the astrological energies of the month, and we each speak on a theme associated with that astrological energy. Last week I presented on Capricorn, And it was beautiful. I presented this workshop on the transformation process and the peaks and the valleys and then the archetypes associated with that. So it's so important to find practical and grounded ways to engage with this material that is just so deeply and psychically resonant given the cultural climate that we're living in right now. Those are just a few ways that you can engage with me. As always, you can go to my website or go to social media, but to actively engage, those are the best resources. So into today's content for the podcast, I this weekend I'm actually in my somatic experiencing practitioner training and we are going through working with different stories of trauma and working with those stories from a body level. And it's it's really fascinating to me because a lot of times when my one-on-one clients come in and work with me, there is this expectation that it is just going to be stories and going back and forth on a particular story. And what I find that has spontaneously been infused in my work but has been reinforced by what I've learned this weekend in somatic experiencing training is that 
we're trying to be in the just right relationship to the story itself, sometimes the body can become overcoupled, meaning it's overrelated with the story of trauma. And so the sensations in the body are so deeply connected to the story that we tell that we can either get very stuck in the sensations that are associated with the memories and the stories associated with our trauma or we can live so far away from the story because we know that if we talk about that that it's going to evoke deep deep sensations that we have a fear of of being with and when we are working with a story that becomes overcoupled with body sensations, meaning the story and the body sensations are overrelated. So every time I tell this story, I get out of breath or my heart rate gets so fast or I feel this pit in my stomach. Any of those can be sensations that we have attached to our story. And when we're working with an overcoupled story, we want to learn to try to differentiate these sensations that are within the story so our job is to really slow down the story and to find those micro moments and those micro sensations laced throughout our story and it's interesting really slowing this down and practicing this weekend in my SE cohort what we found is that there are moments that even when we begin to tell the story, the body is also telling a story. And if we can slow that down and look at that, there's just so much deep wisdom in the untold story of the body. And it just takes time to slow down and to, to, to attend to, to that sensation. An example of this would be a story that I used was that I got this text message and then immediately I felt the sensation in my body. And before I went further into the story about like what the text message meant to me, why I felt, felt this way, the practitioner stopped me and she was like, well, it'd be really curious if we could just stay there for a moment and notice what it was like to have that sudden shift from everything being perceivably okay and calm and content to automatically getting thrown into this sensation when the text message came up and just slowing that down and feeling what that was like and I actually didn't have to go that far into the story to feel this deep resolution in my body so I think this is the power of connecting the body to the story because this brings me to the second type of way that we might live in association with our story is being undercoupled with the story so our story is unrelated or pretty far away from the body and what that's like when we're working with trauma is that we can see that in a few different ways we can see that when the story of trauma is being maybe talked through and the reaction of the person or the the presentation of the person doesn't really match the intensity of the story itself. I think we all do this to some certain extent 
right? We'll, we'll find ourselves in these very uncomfortable situations and we'll tell a story, but we'll laugh through the uncomfortable parts. And that is us being undercoupled or underrelated to the sensations that's underneath of it. So laughter becomes this cover up for this really uncomfortable sensation or we are telling this like really horrible story or the story that's just immersed in sadness or fear or just this horrible story and we'll just kind of say it in this just matter of fact way but it doesn't there's a differentiation there between saying it from a matter of fact way when it's processed but if we haven't processed and integrated that story and we're saying it in a matter of fact way so what that's saying is that the story's really kind of living over top of the body and there's this separation between the story and what our body is experiencing. And so what we want to do in association to that is learn to witness and attend to those sensations that are coming up and recognizing that that could look like, again, slowing this down in recognizing that there are certain sensations that live in those micro moments of that story, but actually mirroring those and pointing those out and helping people see like, oh, can we pause here? Because that seems like that would be a really hard thing to work through. Can you tell me more about what that was like for you to know that or to experience that or to hear that or to see that? And recognizing that whatever reaction, whatever happened in our body at that moment, that there's an intelligence in this. I believe deeply that the psyche has a very intelligent way of regulating itself if given the opportunity and given the time, the space, and the consciousness to work with psyche. But sometimes when the psyche has to regulate itself and there's too much, too fast, too soon coming into the system, the psyche gets overwhelmed and what happens is we begin to split And some of these survival strategies go farther and recede back into this unconscious territory that is hidden deep within the somatic unconscious. And our job, my job as a somatic practitioner, is to witness that and be able to catch that and be able to see these subtle nuances, these ways in which things might just be out of right relationship and tending and cultivating that space where we can get things to be in a just right relationship for you. Because certain people, there's no quote-unquote right or wrong way to live within the story because depending on where you're at, I think it's perfect for where you're at at the moment. But I think that the problem shows up or the symptom shows up rather, when we have this experience and we're starting to feel this incongruency between the experience and then the story that is associated with it. And we begin to feel that in a way that sometimes falls short of language and it's very hard to communicate, but certain symptoms will start to manifest from that, feeling disconnected from other people, feeling unseen by other people, feeling very misunderstood by other people. And 
feeling like we there's just something deeper there that we can't access but we know it's there so there's all these different ways that this can show up but I just wanted to spend some time in this podcast cultivating a space where we can recognize that actually story can be a great gateway into the body but story without the body sometimes becomes a way that we miss the deep wisdom that is actually accessible within the healing process. So I hope that you guys took a few nuggets away from this episode. And again, if you guys want to ask questions or engage with the podcast, the best way to do that is to head to my free community and go ahead and comment or ask questions in the podcast topic section and I'll be sure to answer those. So I hope that you guys have a great week and we will talk on Thursday. Bye guys.